On this episode of South Carolina Politics, I dedicate the entire show to an interview with Mr. Jeff Davis. Mr. Davis is the chairman of the Greenville County Republican Party. And for those of you that don't know, Greenville is the largest county in South Carolina. In 2021, Jeff co-founded MySCGOP.com, where they educate South Carolinians about the biannual political party reorganization process, otherwise known as REORG. I ask him about REORG, education, and the state of politics here in South Carolina. It's a fascinating interview, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Mr. Jeff Davis, uh, I'd like to thank you for joining us. Before we get started, how about you introduce yourself to my listening audience? Well, thanks, thanks, Bob, and thanks for having us on. Uh, my name is Jeff Davis. I am the chairman of the Greenville County Republican Party. I was elected uh, in 2021, and we've been here. Uh, we're located at 2505 Wade Hampton Boulevard. We've got 35,000 cars a day pass by, and we, uh, we're pretty much staffing this, uh, this, this location, and we're really trying to do a lot of outreach to the Republicans here in the county of Greenville. We're about 12% of the state, 11, 12% of the population of the state. So we're kind of the Bible Belt and the Bedrock uh, County for the South Carolina Republican Party. But I'm also the uh, chairman, was the founder of a uh, uh, website, a 501c3 educational nonprofit called MySCGOP.com. That's MySCGOP.com. And what we do at MySCGOP.com is we put out a lot of educational materials on how to get involved in the precinct reorg process. And a lot of people, I'm 55 years old. I uh, was a college Republican at the Citadel and I'm a, a lawyer attorney and I voted a Republican my entire life, never knew anything about what's called Republican Party precinct reorganization. And it's a process that happens every two years. It's a statutory process where individuals can get involved in their, their local Republican Party from their precinct to their county, to the state, up to the national level. And we started that two years ago in uh, early 2001, and it's been a massive hit in, in educating people about how to get involved in the process. So you'll either hear uh, my name in reference to what we're doing here with the Greenville County Republican Party and what we're working with our other county brother and sister counties across the state and, and trying to really turn the state of South Carolina around. Because, uh, Bob, I don't know if you know, but it's now, I think it's getting communicated out there a little bit more. South Carolina is ranked number 33 by our friends at CPAC as production of conservative legislation so if you mm. if you consider that we're number 33 out of 50 states mm. so we are literally rated the most liberal red state in the nation so yeah we want to change that yeah absolutely absolutely well thank you for that let's uh let's jump right into it let me ask you the question what is reorg and uh why should we be interested in it well precinct reorg is where from a grassroots perspective you can get involved in the Republican Party. Now, the Democrats do it as well. They do it in, in uh, even years. I did, we, uh, the Republicans do it in the uh, odd years. So we're here coming up in statutory. It'll be in March. So every precinct in the state of South Carolina, where you vote is, is, is your precinct. In each precinct, there's two, there's 151 of them here in Greenville. There's 2,261 precincts in the entire state of South Carolina. And each precinct is made up of about 1,500 to 2,500 or 3,000 voters, depending on whether it's a growing area or whatnot. And they do redraw those lines on occasion. 
but my precinct here in Greenville is the Timberlake precinct. We we vote at one of our neighborhood churches, and it's made up of I think about 2,500 people, and uh, that's my precinct. And they each of these 2,261 precincts in the state, they have a part to play in the Republican Party. And each of these precincts has a leadership structure. There is the executive committeeman. That executive committeeman from the precinct goes to your county and participates in your county GOP. And then each county has a county executive committeeman that we send down to Columbia. All 46 counties do this. And then that that's the state GOP. So this all kind of rolls up. And then, you know, obviously, as we've seen from the RNC vote here recently uh, for, for RNC, the Republican National Committee, they voted a new uh, to reelected uh, Rona McDaniel to be the chairwoman for the RNC. Mm-hmm. And that was rolled up from the state of South Carolina. We had three votes. Each state has three votes on the RNC. So it's a very mathematical process. It's grassroots. It starts at the bottom. And, and uh, how you can get involved is happens every two years. And it's in March coming up. And, uh, and that's why we're trying to educate people how to get involved in the party. Great, great, great. All right, well, let's move on to the next issue. And that's uh, PACE versus ESA issue. The PACE versus ESA issue. Uh, can you address that? Can you, can you teach my listeners something about that? Well, well, Bob, that's why I'm even involved in the Republican Party. I mean, as, as I said earlier, I've been a, a I was a college Republican at the Citadel. I went, to, I got my law degree in MBA at University of South Carolina and practiced law. And as an as a accountant down in Atlanta, before I came back to South Carolina in 2011, um, but education, school choice is close to our our heart. My wife and I, Olga Lashinska, and 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 we got involved in this process because I'm a tax attorney CPA and. I just got involved in the implementation of a particular type of school choice, which is called tax credit scholarships. And immediately getting involved in the process, we started seeing how political it was. This should be about children and taking care of children. You would think everybody would be on the same side. But this debate and what we have seen, um, there's, there's, there's a push nationally, and I think it has to do with uh, finances and economics and money special interest. But, but, what we have broken down in the debate between the ESA and PACE is quite simple. Do you want the government running our private school choice program, or do you want independent nonprofits administering the program? Regardless of who, you know, what type of school choice, whatever school choice it is, somebody has to administer the program. And when you have bureaucrats at the Department of Education, which is the education savings account, folks managing the program, I think you're going to end up at the end of the day with the same results with the what those bureaucrats have given us with our public schools. Now, I'm not an anti-public school person, and we got some great public schools out there, but I really don't want the bureaucrats, you know, managing or controlling the purse strings over all of our private schools. So what we advocate for is what is, is really traditional school choice, which is tax credit scholarships. Um, and that's what PACE is. And PACE actually takes you know, donors, uh, third party or individual taxpayers will donate to an independent nonprofit. You can set one up. Anybody can set one up and, and, and manage. And there's some steps. You, you know, we believe in regulating the nonprofits. But they, they, those donations to those nonprofits are then turned around and used as scholarships for children to go to private schools. And you know, there's, there's just a battle and debate about whether we want to give control over the purse strings 
to of our private and Christian schools across the state to bureaucrats at the Department of Education. And I don't care whether you like, you know, our current superintendent, but who who's going to be our superintendent four years from now or eight years from now or 20 years from now? Right. Um, you know, why do we want to give the government control over it? And I will tell you, tax credit scholarships are by and large, you know, they've been around for 25 years, PACE, the t- PACE type uh, organization. Uh, programs. Georgia has a $120 million uh, PACE type program. Florida has a billion two program. And there's 21 states and about 26 programs and th- uh, 350,000 kids a year get these types of scholarships uh, through a PACE type uh, structure. And these ESAs are brand new. But in Georgia, the, the $120 million program they have in Georgia, there's 30 different nonprofits that administer that program. And, uh, you know, you really, if, if a school doesn't like working with a particular nonprofit, uh, they can go switch to a different nonprofit or if the, so, but, but if a school doesn't like working with the bureaucrats under the ESA program at the Department of Ed, you've got no choice. So what we're trying to offer is choice within the school choice program. And it's and there's a flip side to it is some constitutionality issues it, that the, uh, the PACE type scholarships are bulletproof constitutionally. And no tax credit scholarship program has ever been shut down by legal challenges. But ESAs are shut down all the time. The, the, um, Kentucky has a, had an ESA program they passed maybe two years ago. It got immediately sued. And in, uh, in December of last year, it was, it was found unconstitutional by the Kentucky State Supreme Court 7-0. to zero. Now, that thing also happened here in the state of South Carolina with the ESA uh, uh, program that the governor and Ellen Weaver and Palmetto Promise and, and all the people pushing the ESAs, you know, really touted. The governor set it back up in 2020, and I've, you probably heard heard about this, you know, and it was found unconstitutional by the by the South Carolina State Supreme Court five to zero. Mm-hmm. And then El- Ellen Weaver and Palmetto Promise put out a, a notice that that uh, that they thought the court uh, misinterpreted the law. The court went back and reheard the whole situation and came back five said, you know, no, ma'am, we we are correct, and came back and found it unconstitutional five five to zero again. But our goal and is is to is to advocate for pace. We think it's a free market and a limited government solution, which which coincides with what our South Carolina Republican platform um, requires us to follow. And we really do not support anything government run when there is a, a free market and actually better alternative out there. That's what pace the pace scholarships about. I, I absolutely agree with you. Thank you for that. Well, listen, you touched on it before. Uh, let me ask you again. What is your opinion of the state of South Carolina politics right now today? Um, kind of said it a little bit earlier, and sometimes when I, I give presentations, people call it the state of the state. But when South, the state of South Carolina is ranked number 33 out of 50 in the most liberal red state in the nation, um, I think we've got a problem. And that's not Jeff Davis saying that. That's not the new leadership here at the Vanderbilt County Republican Party or, or several other counties around the state. That's a national organization. Everybody knows CPAC. And, you know, we see Donald Trump and all the, the conservatives of the, of the, of the country you know, uh, go to their, their conferences and speak. But, you know, the state of South Carolina is the people are good, hardworking, uh, God-fearing citizens and taxpayers. The problem is our legislators are not reflective of our citizens. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I, I place that blame on people like myself. I mean, I, I, my family's lived here since the 1600s. 
I had not been involved in anything political until I would say six years ago when I kind of went to my first reorg meeting, uh, precinct reorg meeting and, and came to, frankly, I, I did the first first GOP meeting I'd ever been to in my life was probably in the, in the fourth quarter of 2016. Um, uh, but, I mean, we, we, we have fallen down. We are, we are not learning about the process and understanding, you know, what we see and hear in our in media and what our legislators tell us. But, but when, when we're producing legislation that is not conservative, when we are having a heartbeat bill uh, that is found unconstitutional, um, you know, and when we are when we have the nation's worst rated school choice program, when we don't have closed primaries, when look at everything that's in our in our SCGOP Republican platform and our Republican platform is good, but it has not been implemented. And when it has not been implemented and we have super majorities in the South Carolina House of Representatives and we have a super majority in the South Carolina Senate, we, we may be off by one senator in, on the Senate side, but it's it's 30 to 15 to one independent on the Senate side with the 46 senators over there. We control the legislature and we are not following through with our legislators are not producing that legislature. So so I got a real problem with the fact that we've been asleep at the wheel. And uh, we myself and my wife, we learned about this, you know, with what we see in school choice. But I tell you, once we opened our headquarters building over here on Wade Hampton, I got people moving in and, and we all know it. If, if you've been from South Carolina forever, you're like, Oh, I don't like these carpet baggers over here. And, you know, it's, it's the people coming from up North in New York or Jersey or California or <laughs> Washington state and Oregon. Right. They're the problem. And I correct people real quick. I'm like, wait a second. They're not the problem. Cause I, those people are moving to South Carolina because they think we are a deep red state. They get here and then they come in our door and they say, What's wrong with South Carolina? Mm -hmm. We thought y'all were conservative. How can I help? They are some of our best advocates and fighters to fight back against this because they saw they they saw their their states lost to a, a liberal agenda. Right. I'll tell you, you talk to somebody from California, it's a different world out there. And if we're not careful, it's coming here. And it's not coming here because these people are moving. It's coming here because our own people, our own, you know, my buddies from high school and college that in law school that are in the, in the House of Representatives or state senate or, or elected office. They're the ones that are that are, you know, just to be right. comfortable and easy and, and kind. You know, we, we, the state, the state of, of South Carolina is we're in a, a real mess. And if we don't fix it and turn it around now, and I think there's a lot of hope that we can, you know, we're, we're going to be the next, you know, California, New York. And I don't think we want to be that. Well, that's what I was going to ask you next, uh, realizing that's the situation. Uh, how do you see the future of SC government playing out? Um, we have a big vision and our big vision is, is number one with precinct reorganization. We're going to get patriots across the state of South Carolina in all 46 counties to get involved in their, in their local GOPs, get involved in your precinct, go to your county convention as a delegate, elect America first, you know, MAGA America first, you know, patriots that, right. that, are, that are willing to you know, push back and fight against what we would call the rhino establishment in our state party. And then in, in uh, you know, that pre your precincts are in March and that'll be your county convention in April. And then in May, there will be an SC uh, GOP, a statewide convention. And we're asking folks to go vote for America first delegates to go to that state convention. And at that state convention, we'll have the opportunity to elect a new chairman. 
Um, the current chairman is Drew McKissick. He's been there for six years. He's actually just elected to be the co-chair of the RNC. So if you're happy with the direction of the Republican National Committee, and if you're happy with Rona McDaniel, <laughs> the same people that elected her elected Drew McKissick to be the co-chair. Right at the national level so i actually feel that, that i was i was happy for drew sad for or happy for or <laughs> happy for south carolina drew got elected to that position drew mckissick did right. but i was sad for the nation but you know some people get promoted up and you know what let him go do that and we will sit there and elect us a new chairman of the south carolina republican party and we hope that person will be an america first patriot that gives us the what I, what we call the bully pulpit of the republic of the of our gop so if myself as a chairman of a county party i, I can go talk to the news newspapers and podcasts like this your your right. podcast bob right. and, and and get the word out but imagine 46 county chairman like myself speaking you know south carolina first type policies america right. first type policies and then imagine a state chairman speaking it you're not we're not hearing it now you're not hearing Drew McKissick out there pounding the table, no. um, uh, pushing America first uh, policies here in the state of South Carolina or South Carolina first policies. Um, he's pushing a, a, an establishment agenda, right. and we want to change that. But it's really the true key to this is not about just just winning back, taking back the Republican Party here in South Carolina. The true agenda is to focus on the June 2024 primaries. So if we can get the bully pulpit of the state parties and the, all the county parties, we are going to be solely focused on the June 2024 primaries, which every House rep is available. Every seat, 124 seats in the House of Representatives are available. All 46 seats in the South Carolina Senate are available. Our local counties here in Greenville will, will have seven out of the 12 county council member seats will be available. Half of our school board seats will be available. And that's in every county across the state. And we have the ability to flip South Carolina from being the most liberal red state to certainly a, a top five uh, uh, red state in the nation, which is where South Carolina ought to be. We should not be last. I'm tired of being last. I'm tired of being last in education and last in this. I mean, find me something that South Carolina does good. Right. And, uh, and, you know, it, it, whenever we're first, it's, 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 it's something bad to be first at. So we need to flip that. I mean, we have good people in our state. We have good resources, good, you know, educational systems in the sense of, you know, we got teachers and you know folks out there and we're spending a lot of money on education. You know, back to the pace ESA debate. Mm. I mean, I think the average cost of a, of a public school kid is about, we're approaching about eighteen thousand dollars a year mm. i mean i don't know about you bob but that's a fancy private school if you ask, mm -hmm. you ask me we're not getting the results so right. so we can't can't keep throwing more money at it we got to actually get get people involved and um, and change change what's going on down the legislature but our goal is to run 300 to 500 conservative candidates and help them uh, get elected to office in june of 2024 well, again, you've led me right into my next question then, which is great. Uh, can you give us some important events and dates to watch out for, uh, and how can people get involved? Uh, the big important dates that are immediately coming up are, are precinct reorganization. Now, I would uh, highly encourage you, uh, any of your listeners to go out there. If you're a MAGA America First uh, Patriot here in South Carolina, go to myscgop.com forward slash register. 
So myscgop.com forward slash register, or you can do forward slash join. But that will allow, allow you to sign up. All we ask for is your first name, last name, your county. And there's a, a way to, to, to list what precinct you're in because we really identify people by precinct. So what we do, if you sign up, if you're here in Greenville County, we, we kind of keep that information to ourselves and, 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 and connect you with, with people in your precinct. But if you're in Anderson County or Pickens or Charleston or Ori or Beaufort, we take your contact information and send it to, to our, our friends in those counties. And they will contact you and tell you how to get involved in the, in the, in your local County precinct reorg. Here in Greenville, we're going to have our, our precinct reorganization on March fourteenth. Uh, um, that at seven p.m. That's a Tuesday, so it'll be March fourteenth, uh, seven p.m. on Tuesday. Every precinct in Greenville County will, will reorganize at that time. So you can sign up uh, with my SCGOP there. Uh, that will be helpful. If you're here in Greenville, please do the same thing. Go to greenvillegop.com forward slash join. Greenvillegop.com forward slash join. There will be a link to sign up uh, with, with Greenville County Republican Party. And uh, we'll get you involved and, and have people contact you to get the, from your local precinct, or we've we've taken the the whole county and broken it up into twelve dis- different zones, if you will, uh, to get you involved in that. And we've got a lot of trainings that are coming up. We through myscgop.com uh, forward slash events or greenvillegop.com forward slash events. We talk about the different training events we have, and uh, what we do is we have uh, regular Zoom calls on uh, Thursday night, statewide Zoom calls. And then on Saturday mornings, uh, 10 o'clock uh, in the morning, we have uh, live in-person trainings on precinct reorg. It, it should be a simple process, but uh, but you know they, the establishment has been doing this for a long period of time, and they know all the tricks, the political tricks out there. And right, we try right. to teach people to, to avoid all that. But I tell you, here in Greenville, we what we did two years ago was super exciting. We won every position in the Republican Party. Uh, you know, there was a little controversy that, that made some national news because the establishment actually uh, cheated. Uh, we call it reorg fraud. They cheated at least twenty four percent of the vote. We won't do that. We don't need to do that this time. But but our people, we we outnumber the establishment by far. And all we do is is need to get patriots to come out. And I don't ask, you know, like in my precinct, Timberlake, uh, you know, we, we have 47 people turn out for this precinct reorg uh, March of 2021. And, you know, my neighbors, I don't ask them to, you know, overly, you know, get involved in every meeting and take up a bunch of time but all i ask them to do is you know vote in november and vote for the conservative uh you know, the republican in november i ask them to come out and vote in the june primaries and, and vote for the more cons- most conservative republican that's on the ticket uh, or on the uh, on the ballot in june and you know and come out every other year just come out to the march reorg and vote for the conservative uh, america first uh, uh, leadership slate and then be a, a delegate to the county convention if you just if you just invest those, those you know, do those those uh, uh, three three tasks and the precinct reorders just every two years. If you'll do that for us, I consider you a, a patriot. And uh, and then we just open the doors. Anybody who wants to get more involved in what we're doing with the Republican Party or helping people across the state learn about reorg through MySCGOP, where our doors are wide open. And we'd love for you to come visit and stop by our office here at uh, 2505 Wade Hampton anytime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great. Uh, I'd like to invite you to come back on after the reorg date and let us know how everything went. <laughs> I'm going to tell you people, um, earlier today, I did about a 
45 minute call with Reuters out of DC. I've got, I mean, it, it was, it was really exciting two years ago and it's going to be, people are really looking at the state of South Carolina, especially in this reorg. And we do some national stuff. We've got a, we've got a America first conference down in, in Charleston on February 11th that, that I'll be speaking at. And that's about election integrity. And uh, it's on our website. You'll see on those, those both, both of those event pages. But um, they'll talk about uh, election integrity and what's going on nationally and locally. But the, but the third segment is, is about how do you fix election integrity? How do you fix school choice? How do you fix all of these issues that we have and concern? It's all the same solution. Solution is to get involved in the Republican Party and then help us within the Republican Party elect conservative Republicans. Because we by far outnumber the other side. And we certainly by far have the right policies, you know, with the, with the platform of the state of the state party. It's already written for us. I mean, all we have to do is follow it, you know, get people in those seats. And I, I tell people all the time, Bob, if, if your butt is not sitting in that seat, somebody else's is and they may not be doing the things you want them to do. So so, uh, you know, we encourage people to get involved as much as you can. But get involved in the party as, at a bare minimum coming out the precinct reorg. And, and we teach people if you want to do more, you can do more and get involved in, you know, boards and local boards and commissions. We can help you even run for office. I mean, there's so much. If you want to help save America, there we, we got a we got we got a, a help help wanted sign out front. So come come join us. But yeah, I'd love to talk to you, Bob. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear how great your uh, your podcast is going and anything we can do to help, we'd be more than happy to help you, sir. Well, I know it's a busy time for you, and I appreciate you spending time with us. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Mr. Jeff Davis, I'd like to thank you for joining us here on South Carolina Politics. Thank you for listening to the South Carolina Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Sloan. If you have any questions about what you heard here today, email me at bob at bobsloan.com. That's B-O-B-S-L-O-N-E.com. You can find out more about what we do here at Bob Sloan Audio Productions on my website at bobsloan.com. Again, thank you for listening. And make sure you follow, share, and leave a review.